What's up, good people? You are now listening to the Jimmy Jam Radio Show, a show where we discuss life, health, and biblical truth. My name is Jimmy. I am your host for today. Now let's get started. What's up, good people? Kings and queens, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening uh, to the show. I'll send a special shout out to all the people who have been supporting me on social media and uh, listening to what I have to say and reading the things that I write. You know, I've been coming into my own now as a writer. I really love to write, write out my ideas and my thoughts and really use the wisdom and knowledge that God has given me. My gift is teaching and I really want to use my gift and I feel like I use my gift very well. So it's time to develop the craft such as we all should be doing and developing our craft. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about wisdom. We're going to kick this show off talking about wisdom. We're going to talk about three topics today. We're going to talk about taming the tongue, which is very, very huge when it comes to being a wise person, is what do you speak? Uh, We're also going to talk about money. Money is also a big topic that we seem to all fail at at some point or at some time of our lives. And then we're going to end and we're going to talk about envy and how envy and pride really destroys a lot of different relationships um, that we create with people. So we're, it's probably going to be a two part. It's probably going to be a two part thing. It's probably going to be another episode that I'll do because there are a lot of things when it comes to wisdom that we could discuss, like you know, Proverbs is my favorite book of the Bible. And um, I could read Proverbs all day, every day, which is actually what I'm actually starting to do right now, which is reading Proverbs every day um, as a Bible study. Quick little tip for you before we actually get into it. If you want a, a good thing to read every day, like if you find that you're opening up your Bible and you don't know what where to start reading For the day, or even if you don't really have much time throughout the day, there are actually you can actually read the book of Proverbs. I believe there are 30 or 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. I'm not really sure. I'll have to go back and look on that. But um, there are 30 or 31 books, uh, chapters in the book of Proverbs. So that gives you a chapter a day that you can actually read a day. And now that I'm looking at it right now, there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. So that's a chapter a day that you can actually read. And by the end of the month, you will have read the entire book of Proverbs. So there you go. Something just a little tip for you, which is something that I'm currently doing right now. So you can start at the beginning of the month. You can start towards the middle. Doesn't matter where you start as long as you start reading. So, yeah, book of Proverbs, book of wisdom. Also, um, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes. I'm also reading that. I just finished that book as well. A lot, a lot of wisdom there on how to live a life filled with purpose and actually digging deep on what the purpose of life really is when it comes to living a long, healthy, purposeful life full of wisdom and knowledge about this world and how we should move in it and how we should be led by God through it by the grace of God. So, yeah, I want to dig. I want to go ahead and tackle taming the tongue. We're going to start with that first. And that is a huge topic. As we all know, no one can tame the tongue. 
Um, if you really want to di uh, dive really deep into taming the tongue, you should definitely turn to James chapter three. I actually got my Bible open right now. I was looking at it. James chapter three, when it comes to controlling the tongue, is a really big eye opener when you think about um, literally taming the tongue. So when I looked at this topic and I looked at, you know, um, how we as people say whatever we want to say and um, speak on other people's lives is actually crazy to me when I thought about this is that some people literally do not know how to stop talking about other people. A lot of you know this when I get very excited about a thing, um, you know, my voice raises up, I could talk, but I'm still, even while I'm talking, I'm still very, very cautious by my words. And a lot of times when I do speak, especially when it comes down to the Bible or when it comes down to biblical principles or whatever it is that I'm speaking about, I get excited and I get so excited to the point that a lot of the wisdom that actually comes out of my mouth, I don't even register. So like, it's like God has taken over my mouth. It's literally like God, like God has taken over this vessel and he is speaking because if you were to tell me while I'm talking to you, just like I'm talking to you right now, if you were to tell me to go back and repeat what I said, I probably could not remember. I honestly probably could not remember. But because of the spirit operating in me and my body as a vessel and just God speaking through my mouth, even though I am talking, I'm still very cautious and careful about what I'm saying because I don't want to offend or push anyone away from the faith or away from the conversation that we're having. So a wise principle that I really live by is especially today, now that I'm older, uh, becoming into a man, you know, I'm still a young man, but I'm, you know, becoming into a man is that listening is so much, is so powerful. Listening is so powerful. I cannot stress this enough when it comes to taming the tongue. We cannot tame the tongue, but the spirit of God that lives in us is what helps give us the wisdom to know when we should talk and when we should not talk, when we should speak on certain situations and when we should not, when we should call people out and when we should not call people out. But the best thing that I've learned from wisdom on taming the tongue is to not talk. Don't talk. Listen. You should literally just listen in everything. Listen to the people around you. Listen to nature, listen to the trees. You know, we have we have technology everywhere. Right. You know, um, that tells you the weather that tells you the sports. You know, you can you can read about people without actually having to meet people. But I feel like if I could just listen to you, if I can walk outside and I can just listen to what my body is telling me about the wind or about, you know, the sun or or all these different things then you could actually find the answers in which you seek within your heart. And you can actually resolve a lot of issues, you know, especially when it comes down to relations, whether it's a friendship or a relationship, just by listening. I always wonder how people could tell time without actually having a watch. Oh, it's, it's like 8 o'clock right now. Or it's 5.30 right now. I'm like, how do you know that? Like, how do you know and, we, you, and you're not... You don't have a watch or anything like that. They can feel it. They're, they're, they're in tune with the day. They can feel it in their body. Like, yep, the sun right now, it's high in the sky. It's dead center. It's 12 o'clock. You know, just simple, 
simple knowledge, right? Like they, they listen instead of like talking and, and doing all these other things, there's, they're spending more time listening. So, um, if that, if, if I could leave you with anything, like I said, definitely check out James chapter three, though. Like that's a lot of, especially verse seven, like verse seven says people can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and father. And sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. So that that goes to show you right there that sometimes the tongue can curse people who were made in the image of God. And that's all of us. So let's not say it's just Christians who are only made in the image of God. I'm not I'm not here to plant that seed in your mind. We were made man. Man was made in the image of God and man is everybody. So we're not. We, well, we shouldn't be cursing anyone, period. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about foul language. I'm talking about cursing, speaking evil on people, you know, wishing people's tires would go flat so that they couldn't make it to work so you could get a promotion or wishing people were coming to work late so that you could go back and tell your friends that, hey, you know, so and so came to work late today and, uh, you know, the boss is mad and they're going to move his desk, you know, stuff like that. Like those are cursings. We, sh- we should not be cursing people. But that same tongue that we rejoice in and that we praise the Lord our Savior with is the same tongue that we speak cursings on other people. And you have to catch yourself, man. Like you literally have to catch yourself. You know, I've caught myself quite a few times where I'm about to say something and I'm about to I'm about to indulge into this situation. And I had to catch myself. I'm like, that's not me. I don't I don't I don't want to talk about that dude, man. I don't I don't really care about what he has going on in his life. You know, like I have enough of my own in my life and I have to look at my log in my eye before I can even look at his log. So why are we even talking about his log or why more specifically, why are you talking about his log and you got your log and I got my log to deal with and we haven't even dealt with that yet. It's the beginning of the day, seven o'clock. Have you even have you even prayed to God this morning and repented of your sins? We we up here talking about people. These are the things that go through my mind. I'm like, Lord, I got stuff that, you know, I got to repent for. And I'm about to get ready and talk about this guy over there. And I had to catch myself because your environment and the people you're around will cause you to step out of your character and will cause you to lose all of this knowledge and wisdom that you supposed to know. All of that goes out of the window when sin comes into play. So remember that all of like all of your wisdom and all of your knowledge and all of these superior things that, you know, goes out of the window when you start to sin. And it all starts with that tongue. It all starts with those thoughts and it starts with that tongue. So we're going to take a quick break. You know, we got a lot of good things to talk about today. Taming the tongue. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, we'll be back with you. This is the Jimmy Jam Radio Show. What's up, good people? It's Jimmy. June is the month of Father's Day. And according to the U.S. Census Bureau of 19.7 million children... More than one in four children live without a father in the home. According to research, children raised in a fatherless home 
are two times more likely to drop out of high school, face four times a greater risk of poverty, and are seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen. There is a father absence crisis in America. While we as a people work together on tackling these issues, we must remember the one true father who loves us and takes his place in our hearts every single day. God, the most loving father. This month, take time to honor those male figures who play a pivotal role in your life. And if you don't have one, know that there is a father in heaven waiting for you with open arms, waiting to be a part of your life. Welcome back, good people. Welcome back to the Jimmy Jam radio show. I appreciate you for tuning in. We're going to keep moving on along with the conversation. We were talking about taming the tongue. We're going to move on to money now. We're going to start talking about money a little bit. Again, make sure you go back and check out James chapter 3 on taming the tongue. There's a lot of good things there, a lot of great information there in the word. Uh, But we're going to move on to money and having wisdom with money. Uh, There's a lot of wisdom to be learned when it comes down to money. And uh, a lot of us have made some very poor financial choices in our lives at some point. I know I definitely have. And I think it all starts um, from child childhood, you know, how on the things that we're taught as children. And one of the biggest things that I was taught was, you know, save your money, save, save, save. If you really want these things, you need to save your money and get your own money to get these things. I can remember my father telling me very clearly once I asked him and it actually sparked my um, passion and drive to want to work, um, which created that deep work ethic that, that I have is that I asked my dad once about like the type of cereal that I was eating once I had like these generic cereal. Um, I ate that a lot. You know, it was, it wasn't frosted flakes. It was like, it said frosted flakes on the box, but it wasn't Tony the tiger. I'll tell you that it was from dollar general. I think it had like this it wasn't a polar bear. Maybe it was a polar bear. No, it wasn't a polar bear. It was it was a snowman, maybe. I'm not sure of the character on the box. But either way, I think it was a Clover Valley brand of cereal that said Frosted Flakes. And I was and I was upset. I was like, "Man, I really want like the real Frosted Flakes, like the Tony the Tigers, you know?" And uh, my dad said very clearly to me one time, "Well, When you get your own money, you get your own job and you get your own money, then you can have whatever you want. And uh, I was I was a little upset about that answer. That's not the answer that I really wanted to hear. But that's the answer that sparked my drive to like, okay, I'm going to get my own money and I'm going to get my own cereal, my own Frosted Flakes because I want Frosted Flakes. And at the time, you know, that sparked that work ethic in me to work. But little did I know that the real issue that would come down the line is not only making money, which a lot of us can do. Can you keep your money and not spend your money on so many external things? You know, the wisest thing that I've learned about money just coming from God that has really changed my life and helped me financially is you have to let go of that grip that you have on money. Money is not yours. Money is not ours. It is a gift that God blesses us with as a fruit of our labor. 
when we work hard and we honor God and we love people, we respect people that God blesses us with money. Money is to be enjoyed. Money is not to be held on to. And money is also not to be spent foolishly. You will be judged on how you take care of your resources, specifically your money. What did you, what did you do with your money? You know, God is going to ask you that question. So one of the things that he revealed to me that I should be doing with my money is letting go of my grip of money and actually managing my money and budgeting my money towards my purpose that God has placed me here, not towards a lot of these external things. For me, I thought the cereal, the Frosted Flakes would have been everything in the world. And then when I got the Frosted Flakes and I ate the Frosted Flakes and they were gone, I was more sad that I spent $3 on the Frosted Flakes and they're gone than I was on keeping my $3 and actually using it towards something else that I wanted. But now as I grow older, I start to realize, hey, I have things that God has lined up for me to do and I have a vision and I need monetary funds to go towards that vision. So the more I put money towards all these external things, the less money I have going towards the vision and the purpose that God has placed me here to do. Because I come to realize that the wisest thing to do is to manage your money and to use it towards those things because you don't have as much time as you think. You can spend that money and you can enjoy that last bowl of cereal and you could be gone tomorrow. But if you start to work and operate in your purpose, putting that money towards that uh, music set that you've always wanted or making and creating this book that you've always wanted to write or you know, any type of pot, a podcast like this right here as an investment. These are the things that I've realized that is wise as far as finances go when it comes to money and putting your energy and efforts towards that, because that's going to help spread the gospel. And that's what we're here uh, as Christians, as followers of Christ. That's what we're here to do is to spread the gospel of Jesus. So the more that you can put your money towards that and grow it, the more God will bless it. And I've begun to see that and also giving too. like we also don't give enough to our fellow sisters and brothers. You know, I, I understand that we give to the church. We're supposed to tithe and tithing is is awesome. That's the best thing that we that we can do is giving back to God's house to to, um, you know, feed into his temple. But I also realized one day as a lot of people were passing by me. Um, you know, as I was passing by a lot of homeless people on the road and even in my close circle, there's people in my close circle. I got tired of saying whenever someone was really in need and they asked me, I wish I had it. I wish I had it. I got tired of saying that. And if you're at that point in your life there where you're always wishing that you wish you had something to help someone, you wish you were in a situation to do anything for someone, then that shows me just as well as this should show you, how well are you managing your finances and where are your priorities? Are you spending more money on are you spending more money on food? Could you be spending less money on food so that you could at least put seven dollars away to help someone in need? Is the priority of helping someone more than food? Is the priority of actually giving to help, you know, your little niece or your cousin or your close circle? Or buying someone a bottle of water out of the store for a dollar or two, is that more important 
than buying that pillow so you can sleep well at night. I started thinking about these things. And I realized that like, yeah, God, you're right. I don't give enough to people with my money. So um, some of the things I wrote down, man, that I think that you would appreciate um, that you can meditate on is like chasing money. Chasing money is not wise. It is not wise at all. You will always lose that battle. Loving money. We already know what the Bible says. We've heard this a million times that the love of money is the root of all evil. And you should not love money. You should not love money because when you put money above God, now money is the source of your faith. Your faith is now in money and how much you can obtain. You will never obtain enough money because you'll always be chasing it based on your faith. So money is now dictating how much faith you have. Oh, I don't know if grandmom is going to make it because we don't have the 20,000. Well, now the doctors say we need 40,000. I really don't know if grandma's going to make it because we came with the 20, but we don't have the 40 grand that she needs. Now your faith is in money and not God because you love money so much that you think money is your salvation. Don't love money. And then also the wisest thing that I can also tell you about money is enjoy your fruits, man. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. When you do have money, do take time to enjoy the money. Do things that you do enjoy and uh, have a balance with your life, man. Enjoy your money. Do things you enjoy doing. Um, help people with the money. Spend it wisely. Don't overspend on all these expensive things and things like that. And don't let money be your focus and change your focus off of Jesus. Like there's so much wisdom there when it comes down to, to finances that if we could just grasp if we could really grasp these concepts, it would change so many families and it would change so many different circumstances where people are. And that's truly what I believe. Like, man, you have no idea how many families are going hungry right now because of mismanagement of money. And they could be making six figures and still end up broke month after month. So we're going to take another quick break. Don't go nowhere. Like I said, man, we got a lot to cover here today, I got a lot of different ideas. You're listening to the Jimmy Jam radio show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today's Bible reading is coming from James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, and it reads as follows. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver. For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. That's James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8 in the New Living Translation.
Welcome back, good people, to the Jimmy Jam Radio Show. On this show, we discuss various topics about life and life experiences. We share advice on how to live healthier, more fulfilled lives. And we discuss concepts based on biblical truths. So the vision that God gave me about this podcast is to actually have a platform for myself to be able to speak on the things that I love to speak about and actually just share the wisdom and uh, knowledge that he's blessed me with and use my gift of teaching uh, in order to reach someone out there in the world, you know, and health is a big, big aspect of my life as far as like eating right and also um, knowing how I should be living as far as mental health, spiritual health and physical health. So on this show, we, we discuss life experiences. We discuss various topics in life. We talk about health and wellness. And we're also going to talk about, you know, just different biblical truths. We're going to talk about the Bible. We're going to talk about, um, you know, life experiences through the Bible and, you know, how that has changed a lot of our lives and maybe some of you all's lives. So we're going to keep moving right along in our topics. Uh, we're going to go on now to envy. We just finished talked about talking about money. We talked about taming the tongue. Now we're going to go to envy and envy, having wisdom in envy is so uh, tricky, actually, because there are a lot of people who can appear to be one way and actually be another that you will not know the truth about that person. Like they could appear to be a wise person, but yet still be envious of you. They can appear to do good things and appear to be righteous, right? They can appear to be a stand-up person and still envy you within their heart because that's an internal thing. And over time, what people don't realize is that envy, what's in the heart comes out through the mouth and it actually comes out through the body. Like if you're jealous of someone, that eventually is going to come out and show itself and reveal itself to people. If you don't like people for a certain thing or if you really want something that someone else has, eventually that's going to show itself through you, whether it be in a mental capacity, uh, you know, with like how you think about things or what you say, or whether it's a physical capacity where I can literally look at your face and tell like the cat eyes, I always call them like those beady eyes, like those beady cat eyes when a cat sees something that it doesn't like, it's got those laser sharp eyes people have laser sharp eyes that you can tell they just do not like you at that particular moment for whatever the reasoning is whether it's you have something maybe you just got a promotion you know how people give you that fake clap like that oh yeah you know yeah he got a promotion i'm happy for you you're not really happy for me but you're giving me you're giving me that fake clap you know that's envy that's living in that person's heart and it is not wise to harbor envy, um, harbor envy in your life. You know, I, I feel like envy is the fastest way to block your blessings and is also one of the most dangerous ways to allow other spirits into your body, into your life. You're allowing anger to come in. You're allowing hatred to come in. You're allowing jealousy to come in obviously jealousy is a is a big component you might allow other things that you didn't think you dealt with to come into your life as well such as acts of sin you know you might find yourself stealing uh because you don't like this person or you might find yourself plotting 
or actually planning acts of evil. You might find your feet running towards evil, right? You know, if, if you analyze people, you know, maybe you have people around this in your life who plot and they actually plot evil against you or against another person. And they're trying to let you in on these things like, hey, we're going to do this to Johnny tomorrow and uh, he's not going to know who did it type of thing. And I'm like, I don't want no part of that. I don't know. I don't know what your fault is against Johnny. Uh, I'm proud of Johnny. Johnny did his job. Johnny got the promotion. He deserved a promotion. He worked hard for it. And I have no problem with Johnny in the office. He's actually a cool guy. I don't know what your problem with Johnny is, but I don't want any any part of that stumbling block that you're trying to plot and create. You know, that's the same thing that they did for Jesus. You know, there was a lot of envy there in the Pharisees and the Sadducees in their hearts because uh, Jesus was performing these miracles out here. And they were like, yo, he's showing us up. We can't have that. Like he taking our crowds away. Uh, he's taking our crowds away. He's trying to show us up. So uh, we got to get rid of this guy. So the wisest thing that I've I've learned about harboring those things in my heart um, is you have to spend more time enjoying what you have rather than thinking about the things that someone else has. And that's a very key thing, you know, because we we think about enjoy what you have versus what you don't have. Well, a lot of people, it's easy for them to enjoy what they have if they have the things that they want. It's easy for you to enjoy the chocolate cake if you wanted the chocolate cake and you actually got the chocolate cake. That's easy for you to enjoy. But the same chocolate cake you got, if Johnny got a chocolate cake just like yours and his piece of chocolate cake was just a little bit bigger, same price, same everything, just they cut his slice bigger than yours when you got it out of the store and you feel like you got shortchanged because your slice is so much smaller than Johnny's and y'all paid the same price, there's some envy there against Johnny for picking up that cake. And there's also some envy there of the cake itself. It's the same cake, but his just seems to be so much sweeter, so much bigger, so much better because of the quantity and size and because of what someone else did that had nothing to do with you, but everything to do with God. Hey, Johnny just got a bigger slice of cake. That's just it. Nothing wrong with your cake. You're grateful for your cake, but then you saw Johnny. So it's not necessarily the things that you don't have that you're not grateful for. You're not grateful because Johnny got a bigger slice of cake than you. And you're looking at your cake and it was like, man, I'm, I'm thankful for my cake, but I really wish they would have treated me like they treated Johnny. I really wish God would have blessed me like he blessed Johnny over there. Like I'm blessed, right? Like we make exceptions to envy. I'm blessed, but I'm not blessed enough like Johnny. Or I'm blessed, but I really would love to be blessed this way. You know, yes, I have a nice home and I have four children, but I would really love to have a bigger home and for my four children to have two rooms separately, one for them to sleep in and one for them each to play in. Right. Like there's a level of the blessing that we would require. So a lot of that. When you're becoming wise, again, it takes the priority away of what we should be prioritizing in our life when it really comes down to how we should be living our life wisely. Because when you allow envy to really invade your heart like that, 
and you live with it for so, so long, a lot of times you may not even realize what's actually going on in your home that you're portraying to those around you. You're actually showing these things to the people around you and not necessarily externally to other people. It could happen in your family. It could happen in your home. It could You could be doing it towards your children and you could be really damaging their lives. You could really be damaging the people around you and their lives. So I wanted to read a scripture to you and just to not moving off a subject too far here, just wanted to go into uh, speaking about wisdom. It's in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter seven, verse 14. And it's from the New Living Translation. And it says, enjoy prosperity while you can. But when hard times strike, realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. And that's very key for me to to understand that like hard times and good times both come from God. They both come from God. And you have to realize that nothing in this life is certain. Nothing in this life is certain. No money is certain. You know, no food is certain. You're not certain to wake up tomorrow. Nothing in this life is certain. So enjoy the prosperity while you can. And that's pretty much what we've been talking about in this entire episode on the show about wisdom, that it all relates back to humbling yourself and enjoying the things that you have, taking time to listen, tame your tongue, enjoy the people that you're around, taking time to enjoy your fruits of your money, and also taking time to enjoy what you actually have versus watching someone else and not being envious. We've been talking about this the entire show. Wisdom will help you live so much longer. I'm so thankful and grateful that God has blessed me with just a little taste of wisdom to understand how he wants me to live in this life. And I hope, you know, after listening to this message in this episode, that you also can walk away with something like that of your own. So I encourage you to really look at your own life and look at, you know, how much knowledge and understanding do you truly have of God And of these things we talked about today and really look at yourself and see, man, have I been doing any of those things or how am I actually living my life? Am I being a good steward over all the things that God has given me here in this world? Am I loving people? Do I have the right priorities in my life? You know, am I actually living my life in the moment, day by day, doing the things that God has called me to do and enjoying the fruits of my labor and actually enjoying life? Or or am I tied down because of my lack of knowledge and my confusion in my relationships and my conversations? Am I always confused about how I feel every day? Are you if are you in a confused state or are you in a confident state, in a grateful state, in a humble state under the feet of God to to be like, you know what? I don't know how to tame my tongue. I am very confused about money and I do want things in this life that other people have. And I admit that to God and I admit that. And I know the only way for me to truly live a happy life is I needed to be guided by God. I need forgiveness and I need love in my heart. If that's you and you really truly believe that, that you that you are those things, then I encourage you to really seek out God today and actually sit at his feet Pray to God about those things and ask him to restore and clean 
clean clean your heart and clean your mind. You know, really dig deep within yourself to to get a better understanding of God. Because he's so awesome and magnificent in the things that he allows us to do and to know that once you do these things, he never said it would be easy, but he said it would be worth it in the end. Because in the end, it all leads to one road and that's eternal life. And that's where we're all striving to get to. So that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, next time, you know, in the next episode that I do on the show, we're actually going to have a special guest. I'm going to try to get a special guest on the show. Very good friend of mine. He's a personal trainer. We're going to add a new segment to the show on health and wellness. It's going to be a little bit shorter. Um, we're going to go over, we're going to stay with wisdom. I have a couple more topics. We're going to go into hard work. So we're going to talk about working hard and wisdom behind work. And then we're going to also jump into relationships. I have not touched on wisdom and relationships. So that's going to be exciting and also touchy. So if you have a partner or spouse or whoever and you want to know just a little bit of insight on relationships and what the Bible has to say about relationships and having wisdom in relationships, then make sure that you stay tuned on the next episode of the show. So again, this is Jimmy Jam. This is the Jimmy Jam radio show. I really hope you enjoyed it. I appreciate you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Jimmy Jam radio show. If you have enjoyed what you heard today and you think others will too, be sure to share this to all of your social media platforms and spread the word. If you have any questions or suggestions on the next topic, or if you feel like you want to be a guest on the show, feel free to send me an email to jimmyjamspeaks at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmyjamspeaks at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to the Jimmy Jam Radio Show. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.